2: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
0: LHR Parks is the Eagles reporter for 94 WIP Go Birds podcast. Go Birds Radio, co-host of the Players' Lounge. I believe, has that been announced? Oh, I, mean, I guess he's still part of it. I well, mean, he has so
2: many other jobs, I don't know if he
0: has time. He's, he got a. Uh, I think he's got a hockey podcast coming up soon. <laughs> he joins us right now, and his call is sponsored by B&B Beverages. Shop the new expanded cold craft beer section at B&B Beverage featuring door after door of the finest beers from the Delaware Valley and around the country. B&B Beverages. ESP, what is up, man? How are you?
1: Man, every time I come on you, you question whether I'm a co-host of the Players Lounge. I feel like maybe (laughs) you know something I don't like. I got a
0: I gotta be worried here. Does show
1: up and keep my schedule No, you're good, brother. You're well, good. I'm good? I, I, right.
0: I just I don't I don't know about programming changes, right? It hasn't been announced. We're no, we're getting yeah, yeah. deep in yeah, the, the stable August.
2: Players' lounge?
0: Are you kidding me? I, I mean, I I you'd, I would like LA He's The to be one the co-host place. I can count on. That's for exactly. sure. Exactly <laughs> the co-host you need. Unless he's flying back late right, from, from a West city Coast trip you, or yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he
1: can't Well, I'll tell you this: out of all the players' lounge this year, I'm only missing one because of a flight. I got two red eyes from the West Coast, so I can be back in time. To do it, with about I'm that, doing see? my best to be there for all. How about
0: that? I saw you, uh, the, the fans of Philly. I saw you retweeting today. You had Gold Birds is gonna be going to be going the the is it the Dallas game? I saw
1: Ooh. Elliot. Yeah, so we're doing for the first time a Go Birds trip. So all the pod listeners, and we're going to Dallas, the December game, Sunday night oh. football, uh, doing it with fans of Philly. So already have people reaching out. Some people are saying it's the trip of the year. So I'm uh, I'm super excited for it.
2: All right, well, yeah, that's going to be a pretty good game. Hell, yeah. Yeah, That, I mean, that,
1: that, that game, honestly, yeah. in December
2: could decide the division. Yes, sir. That's what I'm saying. That's, it's late. It's going to be an important game, divisional game.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And that means because it's a night game, if you go out with fans of Philly, they always have that Saturday night party. That means Elliot's ah. going to be all all juiced up the <laughs> night before on night juice. <laughs> Well, look,
1: if we get all the pod listeners there, I'm known to buy drinks for people. So it'll, it'll, be, a, it'll be a fun night Saturday for
0: sure. All right. Well, ESP, uh, Eagles fans are wondering who is going to be playing tomorrow, who is not going to be playing. It, so who who do you think plays tomorrow? I, I guess is the question. Yeah. Does Jalen Hurts play? Does the first teamers play? What do they do? So
1: I do think there's a chance you maybe see some starters. It's noteworthy the Ravens aren't playing any of their starters. I wonder if that would factor in for Sirianni uh, in terms of putting his starters out there. But as much as everybody wants to see Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae and those guys, I think even if they don't play, there are so many important players that are going to play in this game. I think all the rookies will play, the Georgia guys will play, Nakobe will play. A lot of the you know Josh Job, the backup corners that are going to be really important players on this team this year, especially when you consider kind of the age of their starting cornerback. I think you'll see a lot of the linebackers play. In fact, I bet every single linebacker will play. And <laughs> yeah. then I think with, with the running backs, too, I'm really interested to see who's still playing in the third quarter. Like, if, if the third quarter is happening and Rashad Penny's still out there, Boston Scott, I mean, you know, can't just be the, uh, the Kennedy-Brooks show for, for two-and-a-half quarters. So I do think you'll get a look, at it, even if Jalen doesn't play, at how they value these guys. And, uh, you know, chance to see some players that are going to have big roles.
2: Yeah, I'm excited about what we get an opportunity to see on defense. I don't need to see any of my guys on offense. I really don't. They can take every starter out of there on offense if they so desire to do. I don't. know, I know they probably won't do that, but if they did that, I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't need to see any of those guys. But defensively, um, I'm okay without seeing any of my seasoned vets. We already know who those guys are. But my young players, I want to see them out there. I want to see them run around a little bit. I want to see N'Kobe. Uh, be be the quarterback on the defense out there, man the huddle, start to get uh, accustomed to being in that role at the NFL level, working the uh, green dot with communication from the sideline, in-game situation. Like, I want to see these type of things and see how he handles them. Tomorrow is just the first game. I know I got a couple other games that we'll get a chance to see them potentially, but I do believe it's important for some of these younger guys who aren't established to play. And that's one thing Harbaugh said. He said, my established veterans won't play, but some of my younger starters may get some snaps out there. And I, I think that's the same way the Eagles should, should do it.
1: Yeah, and look, two, two things off that. One, in terms of the play calling, I'll move that you know past N'Kobe. I'm interested in seeing if this team can just have a clean game in terms of substitution, right. no delay game. And I know, look, you're, when you're playing Tanner McKee and younger guys, like that's going to happen. That's not a reflection on the coaching staff. But when you move a practice to the link, and Sean Desai has talked about it at the podium, how, you know, there's been substitution issues. I am interested in seeing how clean is this team look in in the first quarter. Assuming Marcus Mariota plays, Mariota's been in this league for, what, eight, nine years, something like that. Eight, eight, nine years, yeah. Yeah, he's a veteran. But then with the Kobe, I agree. Like him manning the huddle, getting everyone in the right spot, looking at him before the snap. Is he, you know, aware of what's going on? Is he moving people around? That'll be important. But I also want to see Nakobe make some type of splash play. Like I, sure, I so much yeah, about from, yeah. from his teammates, about he's yeah. so good at calling the plays in the huddle. I want to see him make a play that shows you why he was one of the best defenders in college football when he was in Georgia. So if he is playing against backups tomorrow night and he and he is out there, yeah, I want to see Nakobe make the splash plays that he's not making in training camp.
2: I agree. With, I agree with that. Mm. I agree with that. I put a lot of blind faith in Nakobe. <laughs>
1: So, yeah. yeah, let's yeah. see it a little bit. We yeah. see seem to have the most, of it. so <laughs> I'm excited to to see it for everyone to get a chance. To so see I'll, it. I'll say this: yeah. I,
0: I, I've gotten a lot of a lot of negative feedback of why don't you believe in the Kobe Dean and that you're being negative on him or whatever. And it's that like I, I'm not going to tell you that he can't play. I honestly don't know. I'm not putting blind faith into this guy's going to be in, an impact mm-hmm. player. I mean, maybe, maybe mm-hmm. he did it in college, but like I, I just he I, has to do it. He still has to do it, and yeah. that and that one, in the game against Tennessee, that's what it, that the response is. Whoa, he was the best linebacker on the field against Tennessee. Okay, he was. Yeah. Okay, but now he's going to do it for seventeen <laughs> games, and I, I just I'm I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Elliot, you mentioned the quarterbacks and Marcus Mariota. According to everything that I've heard you say and everything else <laughs> that I'm reading, hasn't been great in training camp. So he's. I, I mean, I'm hoping he's going to play. At least a little oh, bit. To, yeah, he better play. I want to see <laughs> yeah, him out yeah, there. He needs to play. But realistically, what does it look like behind him? And are the Eagles potentially going to be looking for another quarterback if Mariota continues to struggle and they feel like they have to beef it up? But what does it look like behind him right now with McKee and with Ian Book?
1: Yeah, so I will say he has had a better last two or three days than he did at the beginning of camp. His practice they had at the length uh, two days ago was probably his best practice of camp. And while I don't think, look, his poor play should not be excused. They have made one change that I think is going to help him, and I think will help him tomorrow night just be able to be a, a better quarterback. They had Brett Toss out there snapping the ball to him the first, I think, seven practices, uh, so far, and he was unable to snap the ball. Like they, they, they couldn't really run shotgun. They've since brought in a more established backup starter and a backup center, and he's been better. So I think that the line play huh. around Mariota has been better, but also there's not many teams in the NFL. In fact, there's probably no teams in the NFL that have a, as good of a backup defensive line as the Eagles have. So I think protection has been a, been a major issue for Mariota in training camp. But that aside, his accuracy has been a major problem. He has missed throws that a guy that's been in the league this long like, should be making, even in warmups, when it just throws on air one-on-one. His accuracy has been a problem. So I think tomorrow night, A, you want to see when he has time in the pocket and he's sitting back there, what does his accuracy look like? Because he presumably will get better protection – but after that, um, you know, Ian Book hasn't been very good. Tanner McKee is a six round rookie. So the quarterback factory at the at the top is good. The the Jalen part of the factory is going well. The rest of it though, uh maybe malfunctioning a little bit.
2: Well, e, we get a chance to see the Georgia Bulldogs uh, tomorrow as well, defensively. We spent a lot of time talking about the Kobe, rightfully so. But I'm also excited to see Jalen Carter, uh, Keely mm-hmm. Ringo, Nolan Smith. Uh, what do you think those guys' uh, sort of playing time is going to look like tomorrow? And what do you expect so, to see from them? Yeah,
1: Nolan Smith is going to be interesting because I do think he's going to play quite a bit. It wouldn't shock me if he got 20 snaps, you know, maybe something along those lines. But I'll also be looking at where is he lining up. He's been spending some time in off-ball linebacker, not just that traditional kind of stand-up edge rusher role that you saw him play at Georgia. He's moved inside a little bit, uh, you know, a NASCAR type package. But mostly he's been uh, at that edge position. But I want to see him in the off-ball linebacker. Are they going to use him in creative ways? Have him blitz up the middle? Have him in coverage on tight ends? I'll be interested to see if they do that tomorrow. And then with Jalen Carter, really, I would put him in the Nakobe category where I just want to see him make some flash plays. He's been getting mostly second and third team reps in training camp. He's someone kind of like Nicobe that you would consider when the pads go on, his game would flash a little bit more. It's easier for Nolan Smith coming off the edge to flash in training camp. So I want to see Jalen Carter get to the quarterback, disrupt the pocket up the middle, and look like the dominant physical player that he's supposed to be when the pads are on. And then with Keeley Ringo, he's really improved as as camp has gone on. He started with a third team and was pretty pretty much stuck there the first five or six practices he's now one of the top backups on the outside he's been starting opposite josh Show with that second team unit so he's really improved his camp it has gone on as
0: well all right so and by the way the ravens have won 23 straight elliot will, will the eagles be victorious and stop the streak <laughs> well the
1: eagles are actually the biggest underdog of the weekend they're about a six and a half point underdog there's no other team this, this week in the preseason that's more than four points or at least maybe four and a half so the, the the streak is definitely on the line. Sirianni uh, talked about it and said, "Of course he's competitive, but you know that's not really something you worry about." I think they should. I think they should go down down there try to end the streak. You know, start play Jalen for and, for a half. Yeah, play Jalen for three quarters, and put him out there in the non- <laughs> put him out there in the fourth. But seriously, with Mariota at quarterback, if he plays a quarter and a half, he'll be the best quarterback on that field. So you you, you would think they would yeah. have a chance to win this one.
0: All right, uh, and so game, and then. Monday, Tuesday, next week, open practices against the Browns.
1: Yeah, and that's when the real competition starts, bringing the 6-1 and record into these, uh, into these joint practices. They went 2-0 and against the Browns last year. That was in Cleveland, so you would think this year. In Philly, you know, Ooh. I would set the over-under at 1.5 wins for them in these two practices, um, and it'll be a good test for them. Deshaun Watson will be taking all the snaps with the first-team offense. That wasn't the case last year. He was splitting with Jacoby Brissett. So it'll be a good test for the secondary, uh, you know, with the receivers they have there and the quarterback. So that's when you'll really see a lot of, uh, of the starters, or at least you'll hear a lot about the starters on how they do against them.
0: All right. So, and they're late afternoon practices. So we will actually, uh, we will be live Monday and Tuesday from, from training camp and we'll take you right to the live practice. You'll be down there as well. So we'll get some interviews and then we'll kind of give the play by play of the live practice as it happens. By the way, the Eagles, that, that line's been bet down the four and a half, Elliot. Really so now? It now it's and Ravens half, four, and, it's yeah, right.
1: four and a half. Wow. I, I think it's
0: because I think it's because the Ravens said that they weren't going to play a lot of their starters. Maybe that. Wow. All right.
1: Know. Well then, I guess that that's an Eagles
0: line. Then I guess now. Well, they, there you go. All right, Elliot. Appreciate it, buddy. We will. Uh, it, we'll, we'll see you next week. All right, sounds good. Talk to you guys soon. All right, there yep. he is, Elliot Shore Parks.